Hello and welcome to another episode of Introducing, the horror podcast that is serious about series. I'm Callum McNabb. And I'm... Ishwa Martinez. <laughs> Do you want to explain what that is? Um, it's just basically someone saying my name wrong on one of these uh, videos where they're recognizing my effort in work. But yeah, um. Yeshua Martinez. So, yes. Yeah, welcome to Scarlet Uh We are here to do two things today. We're here to, number one, obviously finish our Omen franchise miniseries that we've been going through over the last four episodes, I believe. And two, we are here to celebrate hitting half a century of episodes. This is number 5050. 50. 50. We've done it. We've done 50 episodes. I can't believe it. I know. So, before we go any further, anything you want to say about your favourite times doing this over 50 episodes? Um. What's been your favourite franchise we've covered? Oh. Do you even remember I th- what franchise? I think Chucky. I think Chucky's been my Chucky, favourite too. Chucky's been, well, it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Because I was like... I don't know. It was like, okay, I'm expecting this. Oh my god, what what's this? And then yeah. getting other things, and then yeah, I, I wasn't ready for what I got, and it surprised me. Yeah, yeah, I'd say Chucky's my favorite too. Uh, so we hit fifty. Thank you to everyone who has listened to us, who's followed us on Instagram and Twitter, who's retweeted us, who's liked us. Uh, to ContraZoom for having us on and guest episodes to. Pod and Pendulum for being the first podcast to shout us out, which they did on Twitter, to who else have we had good things from? The Glasgow Film Festival, who let us be press. Hashtag yeah. we are press. Uh, just, yeah, we hit 50. It's not turning into some massive professional show where we're not going to ask you for money, but it is on the up. <laughs> so that's good. I like it. Yeah. Thank you. Gracias. We done it. We hit fifty. Yeah. Woo. So the omen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So from ne- good news to ugh. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, let's do this. The right. Omen. You had seen this one before. I think so. Right. You told me you had seen it before, and then on the first episode of our franchise, like on this podcast, when we did the omen one. From, you know, 78 or 76 or whatever. Again, I reiterated, oh, you, you've seen the remake. And you were just like, yeah. I think so, yeah. And then we watched it so. and I was like, yeah, you've seen this one before. And you were like, no. And I was like, what do you mean no? And you were like, I don't think I've seen this one. And then halfway through the movie, you were like, I think I have seen this movie. I, I, d- You're turning into my granddad. Yes. He watches a film and gets to the end. He goes, oh, I've seen this. Which happened to me with it Never Been Kissed. happened to you, so stop criticizing yeah. me. Well, I was watching a video the weekend. And let me tell you, Never Been Kissed is a good movie. No, it's not. But yeah, it, we'll talk about that another time. But, I mean, I believe that I saw this movie. When this movie came out? 2006. July so probably, 6th, so probably, 2006. So probably Why is I that win. important? Probably, what? July, eh, sorry, not July, June. Uh-huh. June 6th, 2006. Oh, because of the 666. Mm-hmm. But 
I, probably I went to the cinema to see it with my friends. It, it has all the points that tells me, yes, it's a good movie to go with your friends when you are, like, what? I don't know, 15 or something. 2006? Yeah. It would have been about 16. Yeah. yeah. So, come on, let's go. Yeah, probably I did. I just don't remember. Because when I was watching this movie, I was like, this is exactly the other one. Correct. So, I didn't have, I didn't have like, flashbacks like, oh, I remember this happened in this one. But everything was exactly the same. Correct. Exactly the same. Lines, even scenes. Like, yeah. So, I didn't get yeah, anything mm-hmm. that... Gave me like some oh did you boo oh oh no nothing yeah so uh, my sort of history with this film is I hadn't seen it before came out when I was fifteen uh, I would have just been turning sixteen so you would have been closer to seventeen but anyway um, and when I was fifteen I could have seen it because it's a fifteen in the United Kingdom but I didn't uh, I don't know why I didn't because as Zell says it seems like a fifteen year old kind of yeah would have. Would have been like, yeah, let's go and see it with my friends. You know, that is the market for this film. But for whatever reason, it didn't happen. I had never seen it. And I didn't really know whether people considered it better or worse than there. I I didn't know what the the sort of take on this film was. And when we started watching it, I actually thought, oh, holy shit, I might be in for something here. Because the cast is, you know, Liv Schreiber. Mia Farrow, David Thewlis, Pete Postlewaite, Michael Gambon. Like, I like all these people, and these people have been great in other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm thinking, well, maybe this is, maybe we're into something here. And, oh boy, was that, uh, was that not correct? It is, for a franchise that is, if we include this one and the TV movie, obviously, so we've done five movies... It's quite possible that you could say four of them are basically the same. Yeah. Omen, well, the Omen's the Omen, obviously. Yeah. Omen 2 is the Omen, but he's now 12. But it's the same. Mm-hmm. Omen 3, slightly different. Omen 4 is it's the same, but it's a girl. Yeah. And then this one is a remake of the first one. Yeah. But, yes, I mean, you have these two movies, like, okay, when you make a remake, you try to improve it, to maybe better... Um, special effects or something Mm -hmm. this is exactly the same if you put them together i was like "Uh, what's the difference the difference is like the first one has this iconic song the abe satani Mm -hmm. and this one doesn't yeah (laughs) it's like that's it i I think or well maybe has people that we now know they're like wow Mm -hmm. but they don't act like they are wow (laughs) the movie So, uh, yeah. I should also point out as well that the writer for this movie, the credited writer on this movie... Is the first one. (laughs) ...is David Seltzer. Who's that? Who wrote the screenplay for The Omen and did not work on this film. There you go. (laughs) That was with the... Is it the WGA? Is the Writers Writers Guild of America? Mm -hmm. Yes. The film was greenlit in 2005. This is all from Wikipedia. With uh, Dan McDermott adi- attached to write and John Moore directing. Dan McDermott would later be denied a credit by the Writers Guild of America as the screenplay bore too close a resemblance to the original 1976 script by David Seltzer. Seltzer retains full credit despite being uninvolved with the film. <laughs> that's how, that's how, like, he gets 
yes, something for even, this film without doing even, a single piece of yeah, work Yeah, even it. in the technical way, that's a proof that this movie is just exactly the same as so the first one. And I was thinking when I was watching this, now the famous one of that is the Psycho remake from 1990, I want to say 1998, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. which is obviously the famous, everybody like hates on it, it's a shot for shot remake but within colour. Uh, and with new actors, obviously, and people would always like, why would you remake Psycho and just do it exactly the same mm-hmm. with new people and in, in color? Like, what's the point? This is this this is that as well, but this never gets talked about in that way. And the reasons I think that is one, the Omen isn't Psycho, like it's nowhere near as good or yeah. as influential. And two, directed by John Moore, who's John Moore, uh, whereas obviously Psycho remake is directed by Gus Van Sant, who's done some pretty artiste pieces of American cinema. Um, so I, I feel like that one gets mentioned a lot because they expected more from it. Mm-hmm. And they just went, wait a minute, it was the same. But then he's now tried to say that it was an artistic piece, like that was the reason for it. Whatever, I, I don't know the full end. But this is the same as that. I know. This I'm... is the same as that. And this should also get included as a remake which adds barely anything. Because if you tell me, okay, this movie was 2006, Set in the 2000s, mm-hmm. and then I see the original Omen, and I will be like, the one that I just watched from 2006 could be in the 80s, even at least adapted 70s. to yeah, in the 70s. So, sorry, so at least adapted to the time, like yeah. you know when you make a remake, at least you make it modern, like the new Chucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they make it like really like Wi-Fi and uh-huh. telephones and stuff like that, and okay, I get it. I mean, yes. It's not mm-hmm. the first one, but it, it is something. It's, it's adapting that to the times. Mm-hmm. Both seems like it's from the same times. Exactly. Um, so weird. So I don't know how much you want to get into the plot, seeing as we've been over this. We've been over oh my this God. You, three you, times. Yes, literally, you heard but literally other... this one we've been over. It's the same movie. Yes. So if you had the chance to listen to the other episodes of this franchise, it's basically the same. Yeah. It's a rich family or like a wealthy mm-hmm. family getting uh, like involved in politics adopting a child mm-hmm. the child is evil mm-hmm. we get told that it's evil we see that it's evil mm-hmm. and then the father discovering this and try to kill the discover that he's the son yeah. of satan the wee boy so oh, i was just about to say something there i had something well obviously the cast it includes Mia Farrell, famously plays Rosemary in Rosemary's Baby, and she now plays the nun, not the nun, the nanny, Mrs. Mm-hmm. Baylock. That's just a piece of stunt casting. There's absolutely nothing else to that except, oh, everybody knows her as the woman who, you know, literally birthed the son of Satan yeah. in a movie. Let's have her now protect the son of Satan. Ha ha ha, isn't that hilarious? She's alright in it. Like, everybody in this is just kind of fine. Like, nobody's, like, really, really good. And nobody's, like, terribly bad. It's just, it's just fine. Well, the only thing is the, um, the actor, the child actor for Damien, it looks exactly like Callum. Seamus Davy Fitzpatrick. <laughs> That's Callum when he was a kid. Like, oh my god. Like, I was watching the movie and I was like, Calum, are you sure? When, when, when were you born? But yeah, it's July 29th. July. But, yeah. oh my God, like, I'm, I'm, I need to ask your mom for your birth certificate just to make sure because 
You, you look exactly like that kid. And I also don't have the mark of the beast under my hair. Well, I don't know, maybe in You've cut else. my hair before. Maybe it's under your skin, I don't know. Under my skin. In your liver. In my liver. Yes. Mm. I don't know, but yes. Like, that's, if you if you wonder how Callan looked like when he was a child, that's the Antichrist kid. Yes, Damien, 2006. It's my wife, folks. Thanks very much. Yeah. Makes me feel very self-conscious. But, um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... Well, well, I suppose he's probably the only thing about this that I actively didn't like. As I say, everyone else is kind of just fine, but you're just, I'm just watching it going, like, these people can do way better stuff, but I guess they're doing what they need to do, but I did not like the Damien in this mm. at all. He's nowhere near as creepy as the other one. Maybe that's because it looked like me as a wee boy and I identified yes. with his struggle, yes. I don't know. Yes, it is. That's the reason. <laughs> But, um, I'm going to post a photo of that, the Callum and the kid from the woman. You'll see it. <laughs> or do you want photos of Callum playing the trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> what about that? What do you want? Come on, people. Let us know what you want. Speak up. Give us a um, comment, a like, or whatever. Just tell me what you want. I have a lot of creepy pictures of Callum. So, I'm just going to go through things that are ever so slightly different and I think are like I think everything that is slightly different from the original omen in this one mm-hmm. is worse except for one thing. One thing is better, but at the same time it's also unnecessary because it doesn't add anything. Right? So we'll get to that later on. So the first thing that's different is the infamous birthday party scene. Mm-hmm. Where the original nanny commits suicide, yeah, in front of all everyone, kids, whatever. So what's the so it, yeah? So um, it's because well, first of all, the thing that I was like, oh, that's good, is the dog. So okay, she yeah. she has Damien, and the mum comes and, and and takes Damien away from her. Uh, the mum is played by Julia Stiles. Do you remember Julia Stiles? She was in stuff. Let's see. She was she was famous for a bit. Uh, I don't know what happened to her. Apparently she was in Silver Linings Playbook. Playbook. I've never seen that. Uh, she was in I Love You, I Love You Not, 10 Things I Hate About You, which we were talking about the other day we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Down to You, Save the Last Dance. You ever no. see that? No. I remember that movie. I haven't seen it, but I remember that poster. Yeah, she was just in stuff. Anyway, she she's in the woman. Yeah, well, one of the differences is the dog. So, yeah, so the dog. Yes. So the, when the mum, Julia Stiles, comes and takes Damien away, the nanny is then left alone at the party and she looks off to the distance and she sees a dog. Now, in the original, it is a Rottweiler. Yeah. Now, Rottweilers, a sketchy reputation, but we both think pretty cute dogs. Oh, I mean, they're really, really big, but they're adorable. Adorable. So yeah. it's kind of like, I kind of want that dog. I know it's supposed to be an evil dog, I but I kind of want that dog. They're just stuffed dogs. Yeah. Like, quite muscular and stuff. However, in this one, a Rottweiler is eventually the dog that they adopt, but the dog they see in the in the, the nanny's like in the yeah, birthday part is a German Shepherd. Yeah. And it's completely black. And its eyes are like it looks like its eyes are like over, you know, contrasted. Mm-hmm. Like so they're popping. And I remember just saying to you, that's a good evil dog. That's one I can get on board with and going, that dog is 
evil. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks creepy. So, I like the choice of dog changing it from a Rottweiler at this moment in time. But then, obviously, the nanny goes away. And she's been affected in some way. And then, the next thing we know, she's on the roof and she's calling to Damien to say, look at me. Before she she hangs herself. And I do not like how she does it in this one. So, in the original, it's obviously, you hear in the background, you just hear, Damien... Damien. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how she does it in the original. Whereas in this one, it's just Damien. Damien! And I was just like, it's not as creepy. Like, the sort of sing-songy lullaby nature of the first one, like, it really mm-hmm. creeps me out. Whereas this one's just kind of like, someone like, hey, 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 look <laughs> at me. Hey, Chloe, hey, Chloe. Look at me. <laughs> so, it's not that creepy. Uh, and then, you know, she commits suicide, and everyone's like, what the fuck just happened? And then we move on, and it's because of the dog, and these evil forces that surround Damien, blah, blah, blah. It's the same movie. Does, does Damien find out Sorry, not Damien. Does Robert Thorne, the dad, find out that Damien was born of a jackal in the first one before yeah. the graveyard scene? Yeah. Before the graveyard scene. Yes. But, yeah. In this one, he does. Yes. No, in the other one. That's what I'm saying. Doesn't. In the other one, he doesn't. Yeah. That was, I, that was another thing. I was like, wait, that's weird. Why does he say, uh, I, was there the night of, I was there the night of his birth? Uh, his mother was a jackal. Like it, the, the priest actively mm-hmm. says it to yeah. to yeah. Robert Thorne, and I was like, "Wait, I don't remember that in the original. Why but is he saying it now?" That's something I you like. Would, you would just be like, "This guy's insane." Yeah, it's insane. You wouldn't believe it. I, and I like that about this one. This point with the priest that tells Robert Thorne everything. It's more precisely mm-hmm. everything. Like you know what? This is going on. That and that and that. That's my poem. Mm-hmm. And the, you know, when I say that's my poem, is a poem the, from the Bible. The whatever the the armies of hell coming, blah blah, the sea, whatever. So <laughs> it's it, I like it because I just feel like the priest is there, and when he's there, he tells you things, and then he dies. And the mm-hmm. other one is the priest all around and coming and going, giving some speeches, and I'm like, just just tell him. Remember when we were watching, we were like. Stop that! Just, just well, tell that's him. that's true. Yeah, and this like, one is I like don't more like movies where they're like, "I have interesting news," and it's a one-on-one conversation, and then they just speak in riddles. Yes, I hate that. And this one but is, this, but this one kind fast. of does the same. But it's faster. Yeah, no. But if you said your your son you adopted was born of a jackal, you would never listen to that person again. So why he then goes and meets him is like why like that guy you think that guy is insane yeah but but also at the same time the mom is having doubts is having all these troubles and then he says she'll she's be pregnant. pregant yeah sorry and she and is pregnant he, yeah. and he wants to kill the baby mm-hmm. and he will kill her too yeah that's true uh, just I've got the scripture in front of me just to, to remind you all what it is it's when the Jews returned to Zion and a comet filled the sky and the holy empire holy Roman empire rises then you and I must die from the eternal sea he rises, creating armies on either shore, turning man against his brother, till man exists no more. That's the poem. Yeah. Now. It's not a poem. It's well, a it's Bible. a little. It is a poem. It's a, it's a biblical poem. It's a poem. It's a prophecy. Anyway, it doesn't matter what it is, right? It's that, right? However, 
when he goes to meet Father Brennan uh, for the second or third time after second. I, and and, second and Father time. Brennan is about to tell him like your wife is in danger you need to go to Megiddo like mm-hmm. he, he, he lays out what needs to happen right yeah. and that's when Robert Thorne is beginning to believe him whatever and this is when Father Brennan ends up dead mm-hmm. that sequence I don't really like that sequence they're under a bridge they're under a bridge and then like a storm happens when Robert Thorne leaves and then the priest is left alone and he's running through a storm basically and it's kind of boring before he gets impaled at the church but there is one detail I like yes he's standing under the bridge and when the storm starts somebody in the background covered head to toe in like a red cloak Mm -hmm. just runs so creepy. In the background. They just run from one end of the screen to the next. Like, in screen, off screen. And you're like, who the fuck was that? And I assume it's related to evil in some way. Mm-hmm. And I liked that little detail. And you hear some screamings when he's about to leave. Or with... But it, it was just the... It reminded me of the killer in Don't Look Now. Uh, which, you know, we'll go into at another time. But that turns out a way that's not that cool, but the, the red cloak just running on screen and off screen in the background. Like, he doesn't just even... just so random. I don't even think he even sees it. No, he doesn't even see it. And it just... It just... I like that touch where you're like, wait a second, something is up here. And I like also it has... This this movie put like puts like a few of those kind of details of people running. Like, things that shouldn't be there are mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Or flashes, and it, ah, it, those flashes freak me out. Right, so that is the other thing I was going to say, is that there's yeah. nightmare sequences that are new in this one, and that's the stuff that I kind of like, the addition of the nightmare scenes. Yes. The only problem, I think, is they don't really add anything to the story, and it's so obvious. Like, I remember when it first came on, is Julia Stiles in a glowing red dress, brushing her teeth in a bathroom, mm-hmm. in this huge bathroom, and you went like, ah, that's a Kardashian-style bathroom. Yeah. That's not in their house. And I was like, yeah, this is a dream sequence. Like, I know this is a dream sequence. I mean, I, I mean, the, I will believe, the color is completely different. But I will believe if the movie is set in America, but it's set no. in a really old castle in England. No, no, no. Because and it's a 2006. Yes, but the problem I'm seeing is that the filming style completely changes. They ramp the color up, like proper Mad Max style, where the whites are pure white and her red pops. And you're like, the film hasn't been like that. It's been pretty muted until now. Why is this scene all of a sudden... Like, it's just glowing in my eyes. Because it's like, a dream. This is a dream, yeah. right? I know this is a dream. And then you get, you get you know, a big scare because she sees someone with a mask or a creepy face or whatever, right? That happens two times. Yes. But then the third time when it kind of happens, is it a dream sequence? Is it not? It's kind of just like a little montage in the film. I don't know, but I like them. It just, they are unsettling right. and they freak me out. The third one, I agree, freaks you out. Freak me out. Where it, it just randomly cuts to it. There's no music. It's completely silent. And there's somebody just standing over there. Remember, he's just standing yes, yes. way over there in the corner. And then you cut to something else. And then you cut back to him and it's close to them. And he's just smiling. He's got a really pale it's face. so creepy. So creepy. And then it just moves on. And you're like, what the fuck was that? I quite like that. That bit. Yeah. I, I'd say that, that was done well. Um, but the ref, for the rest of the movie... I don't know. Um, yeah. It's just, it's the same thing. And as I say, like, it doesn't change anything to the point of the guy who didn't even work in the film but worked on the original one is, you know, the one that gets credit for this. 
that's how similar it is. We there is nothing really new that we can talk about here. Um, is there like a plan to make another remake to bring any? Oh well, according something? to Wikipedia, no. Again, the research we do for this is it's not great. Excuse me. So in uh, on Wikipedia, it says in April twenty sixteen. 20th Century Fox, now Disney of course, uh, announced that a prequel film was in development with Antonio Campos, don't know who that is, yeah. signed on as director, right? And it was going to be called The First Omen. Uh-huh. I kind of hate that idea and I kind of hate that title. That seems like a really now sort of title, like The First Purge. Yeah. That sort of thing. We're like, this is The First Omen. And you're like, don't do a prequel. Don't go before. Go forward. I know. This is a series which is... Do it right now where the Antichrist released the virus that is killing everybody. Do the Omen <laughs> 3 again with him in power, but just do it better. Yeah. Like, actually have that. I don't want to see another wee kid that's born that may or may not be the son of... And I'm not saying that's what this might be. I don't know. But the first Omen, that's a terrible title. Go super biblical with it. Go super, do... super, super religious with it. Omen, the twins. <laughs> Omen, the twins. Yeah. <laughs> don't like that title either. No, I mean, I don't know that for the title. It will be just twins. Be twins They're evils. Well, we got that in Omen 4, though. Remember, with Alexander, she carried her own oh, twin yeah. inside her. Blah, blah, blah. Um, I should also say that uh, the poem that I read out, that is, you know, Prophecy. it's deconstructed again to us by the photographer, played by David Thewlis in this one, um, who says, you know, the Jews return to Zion, that's Israel, blah, 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 Holy, Holy Roman Empire, that's the Treaty of Rome, etc., um, etc. Et and then from the eternal sea he rises, and then he says, now go with me on this one. This is, you know, up for interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, but some people think it's about the, the sea of politics, which is always rolling with revolt and, you know, discontent etc etc and i still am like even though he puts the caveat in of like you need to go with me a little bit on this one i'm still like bullshit (laughs) the eternal sea he rises does not mean the eternal sea of politics okay why do you mean i don't know but it it could no 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 no. what i'm saying it's not that i'm saying it sorry i didn't mean say it doesn't mean that i'm saying the only way you can get to that is by interpretation which means you could interpret it another way there must be another way to interpret that. I haven't had time to think about it or look at it. But there must be... Because okay, it doesn't matter. So if there's another way to interpret it, could we get an Omen film that's not set in the world of politics? Like, for example, now, don't do politics. Do, like, a fuck Elon Musk type thing. Like, a fucking madman in the world of... I believe that super maybe space Elon age. Musk is the Antichrist. Well, the Elon Musk age probably is the Antichrist yeah. because of his name. Which, you know, we don't really know how to say. Exa, exa, something like exa. So uh, that's all I'm saying is... Exacha, exacha. You just made that. No, the 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 pronunciation, yeah, exacha. Does it not end with a number, though? (laughs) Twelve. Right. But they're not going to call it twelve. They're just exacha. I think it's pronounced exacha. Interesting. That's just all I'm saying. Like, it could be that. Now, they touched on that a little bit in The the Omen 2, I think it was, where they had, you know, he was owner of Thorin Corporation and it was like a capitalist sort of thing mm-hmm. but then they send him off to military school and it becomes about like how he's in a military school and is rising up the ranks again and you're just like done with this man do yeah. 
something new. Do something new. You must be able to do something new with the anti, the son of the Antichrist. That there must be a way to, or what if son of the Antichrist ended up in a place which had no connections? Like really poor. Yeah, super poor, super like, you know, no political. Like what? Ha- what happens then if he's got no power? How does he gain it? Yeah. Does he become like a Charles Nansen type figure and start like a little cult, and the cult grows? And at what point does that become? A threat to normal civilization because obviously mm. like for example in the omen 3 when you see the cult that he has maybe he becomes an influencer he could be an influencer yeah, <laughs> yeah a YouTuber influencer. Or something. exactly that, like, cool. that was another thing i'm interested in is you see the cult in the third movie when he does the stupid yeah. succeed and blah 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 blah, blah yeah, and yeah, fail yeah. he does that speech and it's you know so many people from all walks of life, just normal people, nurses, taxi drivers, whatever, right? They're just there and you're like, holy shit, he's everywhere. He's infiltrated all of society, right? Mm-hmm. But then you think about cults in real life, like the Manson family, or I can't remember their name, but the one that went to South America and they all drank the poison and killed themselves. Okay. Like, when they get to a certain number, uh, and there's the one in Waco, Texas, the one that got like shot out by mm-hmm. the police, whatever... They become considered like a threat to society or whatever, yeah. or like, and the and the police start to take notice. I would like to see something like that. Like, at what point does this cult? How does this cult manage to be so big? Okay, pitch that then. I'm just, I'm just saying. You're just giving that this for free. Yeah, I'm yeah, just giving this away for free. All these ideas, copyright Callum. Yeah. <laughs> None of them are so. The social media one though, I like. I do actually quite like that. I don't. There's a way to do that. It's like the Omen meets Ingrid Goes West. Oh, that would be so cool. The yes. omen goes west. Oh my god. Yes. How do and we then, do it? And every time you put something bullying comments on that, mm-hmm. you will die. So that ends up like, that's like the omen meets Ingrid goes west meets unfriended. Yes, something like that. Oh my oh, god. That would be so cool. Yeah, I love how you've been listening, if you're still listening to this. Um, just us rambling about other things. But there's nothing but, really to talk about yeah, in this one because uh, we've literally, if you've probably seen the only the original. What I, that's what I'm about to say. Yes. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so obviously, this episode's gonna have to be another thing. Yeah. So, you don't yeah. want to just do. Oh, it's the same episode, but now we're talking 2006, and you go, "But what's 2006 about the movie?" And you go, "Not really well, anything." I can sing it like with a Britney Spears tune or something, or like 2006 music. Can you go? Like Avril Lavigne. Um, she 2006? Yeah, I actually had the big album around 2003, I think. Oh my god, he's Googling. He's so oh, he's so annoying. Just let me have it. She had an album around that time. You said 2003, just there. Yes, and then 2006 or something like that. Apparently she did have something in 2006. Mm, the yeah, best the, damn thing. Yeah, it was released in one. April 2007. So around, yeah, just a couple of months after. Anyway, so yeah. Do you know that album? Yes, that's the Hello Kitty one. Is it? Uh, no, it's song. the one with Girlfriend on it. Oh, there Holy you go. Holy shit, Girlfriend was around the same time as The Omen. There you go. It was a go. couple of months after. Yeah. Well, there you go. The more you know, folks. I, I would like you to stop Googling when I say something. No, but just, that... just take it and believe it and say, oh yes, I'm going to acquire this new knowledge from my wife because I love her. And that's it. Yeah, but at the same time, we just learned. I, just learned I already told you. Yeah, but you didn't tell me it was the, the girlfriend single. 
Oh, well, I didn't tell you. So now I've got that in my head. Like, well, I suppose this came out in June. And that was like February. So it's like nearly, you know, eight months after. Whatever, right? But fine. I'm willing to accept same period of time in the global, you know, scale of things. Which is, I don't know. Well, they're completely unrelated, so there's, there's no I know. Well, them. we're going to wrap this up. Um, yeah. Yes, so that's it. That's death. us. That's us. Favourite death. Favorite oh, my death. God. I just wanted to wrap this up. I don't know. I don't even remember the deaths. You don't remember any deaths? Uh, the decapitation, I guess. Yes, decapitation of the photographer again for me, which they do do slightly differently again, but um, again, they don't skimp on the gore. I would say, yeah, decapitation. That's us, finally. I, Why do you I, want to rush to finish so bad? Because I... It, we don't I just, start work for another 30 minutes. I'm not saying that. What? Start work at 9. I'm still working at 45. No, you don't. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I'm just making a like awful face to him, like, shut up. <laughs> Hopefully my team leader is not listening to this. I highly do Well, that. just saying, I just want to be done with this. I picked this franchise. Yes, you did, yeah. And it was awful. It was awful. It was, I, like, So yes, then, next done. week we're going to take a week off. Yes. Okay, so I think we should do this at the end of every franchise. Take a, like, a dark week. Like a, like a week off. After every franchise, just week off. Oh, you think or you're telling them? No, I'm, 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 I'm pitching the idea to you right now because we haven't discussed this. Do you think that's a good idea? Well, we can see. Maybe, yes. We'll discuss that apart from this. But yeah, so this is the end of the franchise. <laughs> he doesn't let me to just finish this. Um, and what's next? I wasn't going to reveal, wasn't I? Okay, uh, the next is... Uh, oh, I wasn't really. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Because we had a dark week, so it's going to be two weeks from now. So what? Okay, fine. <laughs> Next is we're doing Hannibal Lecter. Yes. We are going to do, there's five of them. There's Manhunter, Sansa the Lambs, Hannibal, Red Dragon, and Hannibal Rising. And the TV show. We're not doing the TV show. I know. I just wanted to see. Oh, my God. I'm, give me another cup of coffee. Oh, God. I'm just... Yeah. Anyway. So I mean, yeah. we'll probably talk about the TV show because there's stuff to say about it, but I don't want to go too far in detail with it. I'm just, I just, I just, yeah. I was spoken uh-huh. because I know your show is cancelled. Nobody wants it. show. You, you loved it, it but you, you loved it. You're obsessed with it. And did you not like it? Yes, I did. Really? But I like to bring that thing and you're like, oh, like, bring Hannibal back. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just, just spoken him. But yeah, so that's it. Yes. That's us. Finally, Callum, something else you want to say? Um, gracias por escucharnos. And I got a new triple it and I made a really, really good margaritas. Um, yes, that, that's all. I can, gi- I, I can give you the recipe. I'll put them there. It's amazing. And hasta la próxima.